This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And you're listening to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. This is our sidetrack for the week. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother in my earbuds. Uh, Travis, how you doing? Dude, if nobody listened to that early episode where I said earbuds, they might not know what you're saying. Dude, you, you say it almost every episode now, man. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, We're talking about earbuds, people. Headphones. Well, yeah, dude. You're like, it's a little bird in your ear that's chirping. I get it. I'm not an idiot. I don't think our listeners are either. And you know what? I don't appreciate that you think they are. So what are we talking about today, Q? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are talking about a band called Black Dice. Uh, they're based out of Brooklyn, New York, and these guys were an influence on Animal Collective, and apparently they're all good friends. They tour together a lot, or at least they did in the early days. Um, I know Black Dice has done some remixes for Animal Collective. I'm sure Animal Collective has done the same for Black Dice. Uh, this is just another one of those noise bands. Uh that came, came, came around that time. Well, dude, I can t- I can tell you the history of uh, Black Dice and New Dust. We did feature them, or at least I featured them as an Electric Saturday track once. I remember it must have been a remix, or it was the actual song, but it was called "Smiling Off." I just I recognize the uh, album art. So there you go. We we do have some exposure to this band. Didn't even know. There you go. Now you know. Well, so this kind of music, it's it's definitely one of those you either hate it or you love it. Um, 
It's all about twisting knobs and throwing in distortion and lots of repetition and just chaotic noise, basically, you know, um, and you can definitely see the influence that they had and, and you can see, um, you know, how members of Animal Collective, if they're all, you know, friends with these guys, I'm, I'm sure they all uh, fucked around and jammed together from time to time. Um, yeah, so I purposely picked these guys today, uh, because they're kind of hard to listen to, um, which is something that you kind of said about Animal Collective, and admittedly, I agree, there's a lot of Animal Collective songs that, that are hard to listen to, really hard. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not that it's hard to listen to, it's just too much going on, you know? It's like... I can't keep up with all the, all the sounds that they're, they're they're trying to mix together, you know. Yeah. So it's it's almost like jarring, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm not using the right word. No, but but that's like I mean that's what it seems like it's what these all these bands that's what they're going for. And something I forgot to mention last week when we were covering Sung Tongs, um, one thing that that uh, Av Terror, and I believe Noah as well, one thing that they both are big fans of are uh, soundtracks to slasher flicks. Mm, Specifically, okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is something that they bring up. Um, and that's kind of telling, right? Like, um, I guess specifically that movie, that soundtrack was more just noise and like field recordings. And it, it was just, it just added to the scene and it just added to that gut wrenching kind of emotion that, I mean, you know, you're that you would get if you were being chased by a crazy, a crazy guy with a chainsaw. Right. And AV Terror even has a, uh, a side project now called AV Terror's slasher, Fi- slasher flicks is what it's called. Uh, it's just, it's music. You know, that's, it's, it's a side project. Um, I haven't listened to any of it, but yeah, he's, he released an album called Slasher Flicks and, uh, I think it's supposed to be kind of in that same wheelhouse. So, um, yeah, noise rock. Travis, have you ever entertained even the thought of listening to music like this? Have you ever come across a band that you would put in this category? Not ambient, but like noise. Um, any of them that come to mind? I can't think of any off the top of my head. I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify Animal Collective as rock, and I probably wouldn't classify these guys as rock either. So, noise rock makes me think of like, is like punk, early punk or something like that, you know, or like Maybe, experimental, yeah. experimental punk stuff, you know. Yeah. Noise makers. How about that? Well, what do they call themselves? Black Dice. Um, according to Experimental Wikipedia. Rock. Well, they, they do call themselves Noise Rock. So let me tell you this, dude. Here's who I would call Noise Rock in a band that I actually really, really dig. Um, that one album of theirs. Um, holy fuck. Yeah, dude. We need to do a fucking um, episode on them. Dude. Like, uh, yeah, dude. Um, I think the, the name of the album was... 
I think it was just three LP. I think it was. Marks. I think it was called LP. Yeah, I know. You're right. LP. Yeah. That that's a great. Yeah, dude, album, that's man. a great. That's a great album. Talk about um, I need to my find favorite. That my favorite one on that I think was uh, "Lovely Allen" or "Royal Gregory." Yeah, dude. Um, and that came out in, in 2007. So yeah, I would classify that as noise rock. But that's the thing. Like for me, and honestly, like between "Holy Fuck" and "Animal Collective," I think as far as like. Uh, you know, steering away from melodies and like verse chorus structure, I think it would probably go holy fuck animal collective. And then black dies as far as like getting farther out from, from any kind of structure, you know, in a song. Um, and that's, so, uh, there's a, a couple other bands that I thought about doing today. Um, that, so I so I'm pulling this from uh, the same interview that we pulled from for our Sung Tongues episode last week uh, from Identity Theory. A geologist uh, was asked. Uh, so the so the interviewer says, at this point in the history of music, what do you think the boundaries are? What contemporary musicians do you think are pushing them? Are pushing those boundaries? You know, and he says. Well, our friends are mostly the ones who are inspiring me. Uh, Black Dice, uh, Gang Gang Dance, which is another band that we featured on New Dust. I recognize one of the album covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, bands like that. There's another artist um, who goes by Gas. Uh, who was Dude, also... it's funny that you say that because I think Gang Gang Dance uh, was the artist that I paired up with black dice when I did my electric. No way. Yeah. So, you know, I usually I would try to find two artists that were kind of similar and post them as the electric Saturday post every Saturday. So it makes sense that I would pair these guys together. I probably, you know, saw that they were, they're probably listed as related artists or something like that on Spotify, which is why I came to them. Yeah, no, they're all in the same, same circles. Um, Yeah. There's an interview actually by the same website identity theory they interviewed aaron warren uh who's one of the members of black dice they had asked him what his favorite albums were of the last few years sung tongs of course is on there and an album called god's money by gang gang dan so i think these guys are all friends um he also put room on fire on there by the strokes Hmm. um okay but uh another artist to look into you know if you kind of want to see where Animal Collective pulled their influences from. Uh, there's an artist that goes by Gas. Uh, he's a German electronic musician. He's, he's been making music since the mid-90s. Uh, his name's Wolfgang Voigt. And uh, he is very ambient. And specifically, they had said that that his... the the Like, the sound that he makes is kind of what they were trying to go for with their... Um, acoustic guitar sounds um, like kind of like just just this like wall of of hums is what is how AV put it um, but we're not covering that today um, but just just a few more artists to look into uh, so but again we're, we're looking at black dice today uh, we're pulling songs from their 2004 album creature comforts mainly because it's the same year that that sung tongs came out um, our intro clip was the first track on that album. It's called Cloud Pleaser. 
And uh, let's listen to a little bit of track two. Uh, this will be our official sidetrack for the day. Uh, this one is called Treetops. Now, this is when you should be asking yourself, what the fuck is happening? Well, so I would have been interested in this song, perhaps, if they added a drum beat or something, you know? That's that's what I'm saying, man. It's literally These guys just... are even farther out there than Animal Collective. Yeah. Way farther out. Yes, but, like, where do you put this on the landscape, you know? Like, I, like look, I'm not... It's like when somebody... Here's a good analogy. It's like when somebody walks into a modern art museum and goes, man, how is this art? It's just, uh, you know, one stroke of paint across a canvas. Man, I could do that. Right. My my uh, my five-year-old nephew could do that. You know, something like that. Right, right. That's what this is, right? It's one of those things where it's like, how is this music is what a lot of people would probably say. Yeah. But it's, you know. But that's the thing. That's, hey. That's the point. Define right? music, right? How do you define music? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I mean, they're not trying to make a song, right? They're trying to make a, uh, a thought, a theme, an idea, like represented with noises. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, dude. I feel like yeah. I feel like Cloud Pleaser sounded a little bit more um, 
organized, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So here's the funny thing, dude. Uh, our, our friends at Pitchfork, so they gave this, this album an 8 out of 10. And uh, it, it ranked as number 97 of the top 100 albums of 2000 to 2004. Yeah, I got, I got issues with that, man. I really do. Because <laughs> I do, too. Uh, you know, what, what did they rate uh, 7 out of 10? You know what I mean? What really good album did they rate a 7 out of 10? compared to this that came out in 2000 but i guess that's the thing you can't compare this with something that may have gotten a seven out of ten because maybe they're maybe they're saying an eight out of ten when you look at the the landscape of experimental music that came out in those five years or whatever it's not like it's being graded against all other albums you know what i mean yeah well so here's uh, a writer for pitchfork uh, declared that the band had delivered one of this year's most interesting records and proved that you don't have to be noisy to make beautiful noise. Okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty noisy myself. I mean, it depends on what you mean by... Again, when I think of noise, I think of Slipknot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, let's, loud. Do, uh, I think of loud. let's listen to another... Let's listen to another clip. Let's, okay. let's, tr- let's try another one. All right. um, so, apparently... Uh, let's say, band, let's play a song that the the, the pitchfork reviewer. Well, okay. Well, I was about to say. Um, so uh, apparently, the the song "Skeleton" has been described as the centerpiece of the album. Okay, let's do um, it. So let's, let's give it. that a listen. And that's from the same black. Uh, I'm sorry. That's that's from the same pitchfork guy. So okay. so let's give "Skeleton" a listen. This one's a 15 and 25 second song. <laughs> 15 minutes, 25 seconds. This one's a doozy. Okay. We'll just see what happens. It's track six on the record. All right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay, so how how many how far in did we get? That's a minute, fifteen seconds in. All right, hey, let's skip ahead. Let's go to like, let's let's do ten minutes in and see where we're at.
I guess you can pay that. That's that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I enjoyed that at the end. Right. I mean, I. I don't know, man. I can't get into it. I I don't think I could either. Um, but hey, I thought this I thought this would be a great a great sidetrack to pair along with Animal Collective to kind of sure. Uh, yeah. Just kind of listen to, to more of that. I mean, I think you know, it makes me appreciate super experimental. It, it makes me appreciate Animal Collective even more, dude. For sure, dude. And and that's the thing with this kind of music. Same with Animal Collective, dude. I, I said the same thing about Animal Collective. You either love them or you hate them. So, hey, you know what? I'm, let's reach out to our our listener. Uh, if you like black ties. Please send us an email. Let us know what you like about them. Let us know what you love about them, um, and and we'll 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 give you a little shout out on our next episode. I, I would love to know um, what we're missing. I just want to know what 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 kind of a mindset or mood calls for this kind of music. Like I can't. I'm trying to think too. Like you like for on? me, I you know I listen to music all the time, and I pick certain types of music based on what i'm doing right like i'm clean if i'm cleaning the house or if i'm um out on a hike and i want to throw some earbuds in what music or or, i'm sorry what uh, what are you doing in your life where you think it's time for some black dice i need to listen to some black dice right now while i'm doing this i mean i would put this album on to keep me awake on a long drive Oh, I wouldn't, dude. It would drive me crazy. It exactly. Drive me crazy. Keep you awake. Sure, but so would so would heavy metal, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't get into it. I don't see the appeal of it. But I. But I'm not gonna sit here and say, this isn't music or, you know. Dude, I think that was a that was a a great um, analogy that you said earlier. Oh yeah, about the modern, about the yeah. modern modern the modern art museum. Yeah, you know if if there's an equivalent, you know, you know if there's a modern music museum. You th- you don't think Black Dice is going to make it there? Of course they will. They'll have an exhibit or two. If you want to say that this is this is like you know it's abstract, right? It's yeah, this is textbook abstract art. Right. Well, where are we sitting here? On our sitting, on our minute marker here. We're sitting How long pretty. We've been talking, bro. We're sitting pretty <laughs> all right good 20 24 minutes all right awesome so i guess let's wrap it up huh let's do it uh this is this yeah <laughs> so yeah let's let's tease next week because um you can say at times that drum and bass music is very noisy and has a lot going on uh, but it's in a whole different, uh, whole different uh, way. So we're talking about Eamon Tobin next week. And I'm, dude, I'm we, really, really excited. So did we agree to do uh, bricolage? Yeah, let's do that. I, I, okay. I gave it a listen, not all the way through, but I listened to a handful of tracks yesterday. So um, bricolage man, is his first album as Eamon Tobin, his first full-length album. Now, he, he was had, Cujo before that, right? Right, and we'll get into all this. Um, but yeah, Eamon Tobin is uh, one of my favorite electronic musicians, for sure. Uh, but he, his music is... Uh, I'll just say he's the only artist in that 
category, the drum and bass category, that I really like because of yeah. how he ties, you know, old jazz samples into his music. Uh, Especially that. That's my favorite yeah. thing about him. That and his 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 beats are just insane. I love his drum beats. Yeah, he's awesome. Okay, so that's what we're gonna talk about next week, and uh, that's gonna be awesome, man. Plus, that album yeah. came out in 1997, so that's a, that's kind of an oldie. That's 20 years old. So we're going <sighs> we're going backwards. Don't remind me. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. That's the end of this episode. I, I can say this is the first. I think this is the first artist that we've covered where both of us are walking away saying, "Eh, not for me." Yeah, but hey, that's. I think that's fine. Sure. Um, if we would get some some listeners to to give us some suggestions for albums to cover, maybe this will happen more often. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's you know, I would love to hear from somebody who who understands Black Dice and can explain the appeal of Black Dice to me. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or why they why they enjoy it. Yeah. All right. So that's it. My name is Travis. And my name is Quentin. Talk to y'all next week. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.